NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same game parlays to live in-game odds. WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today. Bet $100. Get $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by the College Basketball Experience. Yes, that's where I got my start. So if you need anything on college basketball, because it's March Madness going on, we actually have a game tipping off in T-minus 48 minutes. Tap into the College Experience. Subscribe on YouTube if you haven't already. Yes, sir. We are back with another edition of the NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Know me, know the voice, know the guy. It's me, really real, villain, Ralph Terrell, from a junior here at your service. And got my guy Scott Studio right show with me. Scott, what's going on? Nothing much. Looking forward to going through a pretty busy card uh, since we have... A lot of games to go through. We have 10 games, so it should be fun to go through uh, each of them. Uh, Any takeaways you had from yesterday's action? Yes, just the fact that we are, what, about, mm, I don't know, a week or two since sets up the Clippers to miss the playoffs, and they are now a total of 0-4. Yep, pretty much. Uh, Westbrook got there. They haven't won a game since, and I'm not going to blame that on Westbrook entirely. But I'm at least pointing out that since Westbrook got there, they have not won a game. Another really, really awful second-half performance. But on the bright uh-huh. side, at least it wasn't the fourth quarter this time. So at least they're moving up. What was it, 42-18? 42-18, third quarter? 42-16. 16. In the, Ooh, in my the third quarter, they got outscored 70-35 to 35 in the second half. 70-35. to 35. <laughs> The Warriors doubled their points, and Steph Curry didn't even play. In the second half. <laughs> Is there anything Where, more to add that you really need to say at that point? Where's the guy that came out here and tried to say I was absolutely insane for uh, even considering that the Clippers will miss the playoffs? Now, I don't feel as good about the Clippers missing the playoffs with the fact that the Lakers have essentially more than likely taken themselves out of it. But there's still a possibility that this hits. They are now the seventh seed. I mean, they're going to go down swinging. LeBron officially is going to be reevaluated in three weeks, which is code word for he's out a month. So we'll mm-hmm. see what happens. Not surprised. He said he heard, thought he heard something pop. It turns out it's a tendon injury. They don't want to risk it. I understand that point. Uh, the question is, can AD stay healthy? Because if he doesn't, this team is screwed. But if he keeps playing well, then you know maybe they got a shot at it. The West is really just a circus right now from like the bottom – I don't even know. Let's just say the, what, five seed and onward, six seed and onward. It's kind of just an absolute free-for-all at that point. I mean, it's the a Clippers free-for-all really after two. After two, it is a free-for-all. All of these teams are jam-packed next to each other. So All, all you need is for the Clippers to even get the seven. Just get in the play-in and that's then it. just go that's from there. All I, that's all so. I ask. Just be in the play-in. I have opportunity to hedge if I want to hedge. I have opportunity to green up and get plus money on whoever they're playing if I want to do that. Like, I have so many opportunities here sitting on this ticket. So I'm just like, yo, y'all keep doing your thing. Oh, Kawhi's sitting tonight? Perfect. That's all I need to hear. Yes, keep doing your thing. Really, honestly, keep doing it. 
Uh, just also want to point out here that I'm annoyed the Clippers wasted a Mason Plumley legacy game who had like 14 rebounds in the first half. I think he finished with 12 and 20, and it didn't even matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, Westbrook in his last 14 games as a starter, 0 and 14. Just going to throw that out there. Uh, yeah, it, for me, it feels like the issue with the Clippers, besides the spacing concerns, which were on full display, if you saw the photo of Draymond guarding Russ or <laughs> Draymond hovering around Russell Westbrook without actually guarding him because he can't mm, shoot. Hovering? I don't even know if that's... I don't even know I could use hovering, actually. Uh, like, he literally got, you can know, seven-foot like, big man. Yeah. He got seven-foot big man treatment at the top of the key. Like, that's really insane. That's can really, I say really orbiting? Insane. Is that a fair way to put it? Like, I don't, I don't even know how, I to, mean, how to describe like, it. I guess Pluto orbits around the sun, so I guess orbiting is actually a problem. I don't even think Ben Simmons got that level of disrespect on defensive coverages. It was no. a lot to take in. It was a no, lot. It's, it's, it, I just don't. I would have shot it. I don't care. I don't care. Uh, believe me, I'm, the Warriors would have wanted to shoot it too, so you're, you're on the I, same page I, there. I but I, I want to point it. out, though, that for me, the issue with the Clippers is simple. Their offense in the second half of games especially becomes too isocentric. They don't have enough actual plays that they draw up. A lot of it is just Paul George, you go, Kwai, you go, Uh occasionally Norman Powell or Westbrook. But for the most part, it's just, listen, you're going to dribble in the same spot for about five seconds. Then you're going to try to make get to your spot and take a fadeaway jumper. And that's what they did the entire third quarter. They couldn't have a shot. The Warriors killed them. And... Yeah, my main takeaway is just an awful offensive game plan in the second half of games. So many really bad isolation jumpers. That's their that's their entire offense the entire second half. I mean, I you can just look at some of the numbers. Like as a team, they shot thirty six percent, twenty point nine percent from three. But like and Kawhi was even decent. Like yeah, Kawhi was ball, eight so. for twelve. He was eight yeah. for twelve with twenty one. It's freaking Paul George sitting here three for fifteen. Russell Westbrook three for twelve. Eric Gordon, who everybody thought. Can you explain to me how he started? Six for six for sixteen. I, how I guess did Eric was, Gordon start yesterday? It's the fact that they just want to keep Norman Powell coming off the bench. Like no, Stark Towns, man. Like I, I, I don't care. Like, come on, he, he, he was seven for twenty-four from the floor so far with the with the Clippers. They brought him in in overtime against both the Kings and the Nuggets, and he was easily the worst player on the floor. And then your response is to put him in the starting lineup. Tyloo, come on, you're better than that. Come on, Tyloo. I, I know you just traded for the guy, but come on, you're better than that. I mean, at least I, I hope you're better that. than that. I just be, I'm, I'm just looking at the team, and I'm just like, dog, like you're, you're, you're banking on an offensive mm. night every single night. Like you're, you're banking on offense just coming through every single night. And look, this is what happens when you can't score. You score 91 points, the other team scores 115 because you lost your defensive identity and you're banking on Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, and now Bones Highland, Norman Powell. Like you're banking on all these really great offensive players to come save your ass every single night. And they're not going to do it. They're not going to do it. One, because you don't have the offense for that. You never had the offense for that. You just were really, really good at defending. And now you're not good at defending anymore. So it's like, why am I even interested in this team? I, I'm not interested in this team. Uh, I thought Westbrook wouldn't have this big of a negative impact so far, but he has. I'm not going to fully blame him for everything, though. But I got to point out that he has not been good with the Clippers because he turns the ball over a bunch still, 
take some dumb shots. We saw the dumb fadeaway that he took uh, against uh, Minnesota when they were down five with like a minute to go. But for the most part, I just think this team is potentially a one-and-done team. I'd be shocked if they made it past the second round. I'm not sure they win a playoff series. Uh, well, according to me, I'm not even they sure. Might not they even get, get the opportunity. According <laughs> they to you, they might, might not even, even make get the opportunity. So, That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. It's just looking at this team. I don't look at them and be like, oh, yeah, they're guaranteed to win a play-in game. Like, they've lost. Have they lost to every single team that's in a play-in already? It feels that way. I'll tell you that much. But you got to wonder <laughs> if Zion will be back. You're not even sure which teams are going to be in the play-in at the bottom half because of how close the standings are. But we saw the Clippers lose out in the play-in last year. Uh, they've definitely been familiar with that concept, so we'll see if they can avoid doing it again, but I have my doubts. And, and as for Golden State, good for them. And if you're telling me I'm getting Utah as the 9 or 10 in a play-in, preferably as the 10, so they're underdogs the whole way through, Yeah. well, I, I just don't want to tell you. You guys are fucking screwed. <laughs> you're screwed. All right. Huh. Let's talk about the games that are actually happening tonight. And let's see here. What's the first game that we have on the docket? We have, oh, we're starting off heavy. We're starting off heavy. Is this the first game? This isn't the first game. No, this is the first game. There we go. The Orlando Magic are playing the Charlotte Hornets. Hornets are a home dog in this one. A home dog of four points. Orlando laying for 225 and a half as the total. Now, that four has stayed true from open, but that total has dropped a total of four points. It had opened at 229. I don't know when I thought I'd see the day that a Charlotte's Hornets total was this low. Oh, it's because their game against the Suns landed 196. So you're assuming it's a bit of an overreaction, but still, defensively, they were good, okay. It was a good spot, too. That was a reverse live on the spot. Very good spot to catch that. Hornets line. were hovering the entire game. The Suns just did barely enough in the fourth quarter to cover. But the point is, the game was a rock fight. Mm-hmm. All right. For Orlando Magic, Jonathan Isaac is out. And for the Charlotte Hornets, you know that you're not going to see LaMelo. Cody Martin is out. And P.J. Washington is doubtful with that foot injury that kept him out the last game as well. So expect to see Terry Rozier, Kelly Oubre, Gordon Hayward, Mark Williams, and I'm actually not certain who's going to play the four. It says Thor here, but it really could be a rotation of anybody. All right. Whatever whatever happened to Kai Jones? <clears throat> he, did a, he did a reverse dunk in a game, and I haven't heard from him since. <laughs> what happened to that guy? Uh, I actually don't know. He's still on the team, I'm pretty sure, though. Uh, he got recalled from the G League on February 25th. He actually has played the last couple of games. He's played yeah. at least 11 minutes in each of the last three. Hasn't done anything, but I was kind of just curious because he was he was, a, he was the 19th pick in the 2021 draft, and they just don't use him, and they have no actual power. I be trying to tell depth. people, draft picks really don't matter, man. Like, it's well, that's why teams just... keep giving up five second-round picks and why they keep giving up like three yeah. firsts for draft DeJounte and whatever. Not, draft picks do not matter in the NBA at all whatsoever. You you literally just want that one transitional player, like that, that one great player. But other than that, everybody else is rather lukewarm in terms of immediate impact. Especially nowadays, because half the people you're drafting spend one year in college and they have to at least develop for a year or two. Absolutely. Like, there was some talk like, oh, is Evan Mobley really that guy? Look at Evan Mobley now. He looks like he's on the way up and (laughs) unstoppable. But back to this game. I'm going to lean to Orlando. 
All right, I'm gonna let you go first. My my thought process is pretty simple. I was gonna keep fading the Hornets with Lamelo being out because that's how we made a, a decent amount of money this season, and they didn't cover against Phoenix. We gave them a run. We gave them a shot there. They had, definitely had an opportunity. They just got outscored by eight in the fourth quarter, which allowed Phoenix to cover. But I can't look past the fact that Charlotte offensively with Lamelo out. Scored 91 points. Uh, the, offensively, they're just not good. They, they don't have any options. When Ubre is taking 23, 24 shots, you know your team is absolutely screwed, and that's what happened in that Suns game. Orlando has not been great lately, but they've had moments. I mean, I'm not going to blame them for losing to Milwaukee, but they've kind of been alternating wins and losses. They're not good on the road, but they have won two of the three meetings. They won the only meeting this season in Charlotte by six. I just think Orlando's the better team. And with Lomelo being out, and I'm not sold on the actual offense, at least I know Orlando has Wagner and they have Boncaro. There's some pecking order in the scoring hierarchy. They know who's supposed to take most of the shots. Charlotte doesn't even have that anymore because Ubre is taking 20-plus shots a game at this point. So I'm going to go with the magic here. Hopefully Boncaro doesn't attempt any threes. I've been blindly taking his under half a three-pointer for the last couple of games. <laughs> I think he's made one three-pointer. Since the beginning of February, he's like one for 37 or one for 38. It's something insane. Mm -hmm. But I saw that somebody posted it in the Discord. They took it again yesterday. It was plus 150. So if you've been blindly taking Boncaro um, under half a three-pointer or just zero threes, it's a plus price every game, and you've made a decent amount of money for yourself. We got to also keep taking Rozier turnovers, right? Oh yeah, for sure, definitely. Yeah. That was that cash like the first, I think the first quarter. Like yeah. that was so we're gonna easy. take that as well. Yeah, Courtney yeah, mentioned that Boncaro's was one for thirty three in the month of February, and I believe he went zero and two, zero for two in the last game against Milwaukee. So he's basically one for his last thirty five from three. It was plus one fifty against Milwaukee. He was he was one for his last thirty three. Just saying, shop around and try to find something on some trend props because some guys go through shooting slumps one for one, 33 is crazy one for, for 33 during black history month is insane he went over oh two God. after black history month too you so lost, i don't even use that as an you excuse lost a couple of days like oh man but that yeah bunkero's three-point shot has vanished into thin air okay i'm gonna go the opposite way of you and i'm gonna take charlotte hornets plus four and i think that their offensive goals last game kind of deterred from the fact that they took a team that had, you know, DeAndre Ayton, Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, Chris Paul, all in the starting lineup and held them to 105 points. That's pretty impressive. Like, yeah, we're not, not yeah, that's, that's very impressive. So, you look, I could keep going. I mean, they're doing really, really good defensively the past few games. You have Detroit, who is a high volume offense. They kept them to 106, Miami, 103, uh, Minnesota. 113, 110 to San Antonio. Like they've been playing some pretty solid defense and a lot better basketball recently. Uh, what is that? That snapped a four game, five game win streak for them. So, and now, you know, LaMelo's out. So I don't really want to bank on them offensively, but defensively, I think they can do enough to keep themselves in the game. And if I can get lucky with Gordon Hayward running the offense and able to get a Kelly Oubre going, able to get 
Terry Rozier not to have one of those terrible offensive shooting nights, then I like the opportunity for them to keep this game closed. Like I said, defensively, they've been really, really good. And you didn't help me at all telling me how bad Paolo Banquero was from three and looking at just how offensively, I mean, looking at defense of the Orlando Magic on the other side of ball, They've been lukewarm. They're giving up 40% from three. They're giving up 50% from the field, 116 points per game. Like, if you keep giving the Charlotte team chances, they're going to hit you over the head eventually. So I'm going to take Charlotte plus four. This line stayed true at four despite a lot of money coming in Orlando. I'm not getting any type of push to four and a half or five. It's a line freeze at this moment. I really, really like that. So, yeah, I'll take Charlotte plus four. I'm definitely with you on the under, but I see uh, some props or some prices that were available uh, for Boncaro. I see somebody in the comment section mentioned that it's plus 155 on the no three-pointer. Plus 155, he's won for his last 35. Just saying. I mean, yeah. There's a lot of price yeah. out there. Now, of course, you know, <clears throat> you might have a spot where, oh, I finally bet it and he hits one classic situation, but I got to at least point out the numbers here. Plus 155 is such an insane price for a guy that's won for his last 35. And if you would that, like that's any, crazy. if you would like any help, Charlotte is fourth in the last five games in terms of opponents, three point percentage at 29.7%. So that's my favorite prop in the game, besides Rozier turnovers and all that other stuff. But I'm going to keep talking about Boncaro threes until he, until he makes a three pointer in two straight games. I'm going to keep talking about it. Well, you know the blackjack trick. If you lose three straight hands, you get up from the table. So Yes, you taught me that. Yeah, yeah. All right. You know, learned it from Sean stacking the money green, my blackjack dealer. That my it's a little bit different trainer. though, because when you lose in the blackjack table, you just move over to craps. Like you're still playing at yeah, the table, yeah, just a different table. So. And maybe that's what Boncaro does. Maybe he loses the blackjack table at the three line and he moves over to craps and starts playing on the inside and scores a bunch of points. Like he's that. gonna start well, switching yeah. off to the old fashioned three point play, and that's how he's gonna, you know, <laughs> get by. But all right. We both agree on the under. Let me see what the team total under is for the magic. Uh, yeah, 114 and a half. They've only allowed this number once in the past five. No, they haven't allowed this number in the past five games. Because what did I say? What did I say that the did I say they had 114? The freaking Timberwolves, uh, yes, I believe. yeah, they have 113. So the yeah. Timberwolves score 113. So they haven't allowed this number in five straight games, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and Orlando offensively, they only scored 101 against New Orleans, only scored 108 against Indiana, scored 108 against Detroit. Offensively, they've not been great lately. So, yeah, I think they're on to something. Yeah, I really like that. All right, under 114.5 for the Orlando Magic on the road in Charlotte. I think we've hit props over the head. Uh, I'm going to just read. Are you going back to Mark Williams or Wendell Carter? That's the only thing we ever really talked about. Dang, Kelly Oubre is up to 23 and a half. Uh, he's not on either team, but okay. Kelly Oubre? I'm sorry, Kelly Oubre. Sorry, I thought he said Olenek. My bad. <laughs> I'm like, I thought he said Olenek. I'm like, I'm like who? I'm like, Who's who? not on either team? Yeah, no, Oubre is at 20. Th- I, I saw that and I was tempted by the under, but the shot volume against Phoenix was so no. crazy that I don't know if I could even take it. I'm telling you, Kelly Oubre is going to have like a 40 piece at some point. At some point, his 30 points prop is going to cash like a massive ticket because the volume is just oh, tough come to on. ignore. Terry and Oubre are both 9-1 to one to score 35. 
Okay, 35 is a bit much. I'm curious what the three... What's the uh, 30? 30, they're both uh, 3 to 1. 320. Okay. At some point, that Uber one's going to cash. I'm not sure if it's this game, but it's going to happen at some point. You can... At some point, like, they're going to rotate. They're going to rotate. Both of them are going to be scoring 30 because they have to. They have to. All right, let's see here. Uh... I'm going to go back to... I really want to give out a Hornets prop. I'm going to go back to Gordon Hayward. Over five and a half assists, plus 122. And I'm not going to bank on trying to figure out which one of the two streaky guys has a really good day. And I'm going to just hope that Gordon Hayward is the facilitator in all of this. So I'll take Gordon Hayward over five and a half assists at plus 122. Cool. All right. Before we get into the next game of the slate, got to talk to you about the official online sportsbook of the Sports Game Podcast Network, and that is WinBet. WinBet has a whole bunch of live betting in a bunch of states, same game, parlays, aka the win, build your own bet. You can get down on March Madness, NBA, NHL, XFL, and if you sign up today, you can receive a special offer. Bet $100, get $100, limited to state availability, and do not forget, if you hit the longest parlay of the week, highest odds, you get a $1,000 free credit. So just make a crazy long parlay. Drop Charlotte Moneyline in the parlay. Make a crazy long parlay. Put a dollar on it. And if your parlay hits and you have the longest parlay of the week, then guess what? That's an easy $1,000 free credit you got right there. And then you can just take that and fade the Clippers whenever you like. So so much choose from all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That is sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Offer subject change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 20 order and present state where play through winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And we're also brought to you by the SGPN merch store because we have, just in time for March, 10% off when you spend more than $40. Use the code MADNESS, M A D N E S S madness and you can get 10% off of the merch store and make sure you cop a first uh first half unders t-shirt by my guy Jake. Make sure you definitely cop one of those. I think that uh we have different colors as well so you can get the color scheme that you want and all that. But go tap into the first half unders t-shirt. All right. Let's keep the train rolling here and I have for the first one Next game up on the docket. This is a fun one. Brooklyn Nets going to play the Boston Celtics in Boston. Celtics are laying 11. Opened up at 10.5. It is now over to 11. 227.5 is the total. That came up half a point as well. I can tell you everybody and their mother and their mother have bets on Boston today. Injury report for these two teams, and we have for the Brooklyn Nets. Edmund Sumner is out for personal reasons. Yuta Wanabe is out because of that back injury. You know, Ben Simmons is shut down for the rest of the year as he tries to find a new team, probably. And you have, for the Boston Celtics, pretty clean. Derek White's not on the injury report because of that neck injury. So you're getting a healthy Celtics team coming in here today. <laughs> now, are you laying 11 with them? I think I actually am uh, in the spot as a Nets fan. They can't beat this team to save their lives. That they just can't do it. The Celtics team owns them. There's no other way to put it. Going back to the playoffs last year, which I was there for my team's funeral 
in game seven. I mean, in game four <laughs> as they got swept. But I want to at least point out the uh, head-to-head record of these teams lately. So including the playoff series in which Boston swept them, the Celtics have won nine straight. Nine straight. They played on February 1st, and the Celtics won by 43 points. I'm, I'm going with Boston here. The only concern is that they might choke away the cover again late, like they did against Cleveland. Mm-hmm. But I have to at least point out that, I mean, the, the Nets get killed by this team every time. It's, it's a mental block at this point. Boston's just a perfectly designed team to beat this team. And franchise mentioning that it is Tatum and Cam Johnson's birthdays. So Tatum's in line for a 40-piece today. I'm going with Boston. I, I know that the line seems large, but the Nets are getting run out of the building by half of these teams. The Knicks scored 80-something in the first half again. I'm just on Boston. I think they killed this team. I mean, good luck. I'm, I wouldn't bet it, but good so luck. I said nine straight. It was 10 straight. It, Celtics have won 10 straight against the Nets. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I, I definitely did think it was a mental block with some members of that other team. This is a brand new team for the Nets. I'm not out here telling you to bet the Nets, but I'm definitely not out here telling you to bet Boston. I I just think that after seeing the collapse of Boston minus five last That's game. It, that was incredible. Shout out to the logo three-pointer. After seeing the collapse of Boston minus five last game and <laughs> – anything is on the table for this because you're getting 80% of the money both ways. Like anything is on the table. This is the highest bet game of the day. It's the highest bet game of the day and everybody is on Boston. So good luck. But if there was ever a game to wake up, it would a hundred percent be the game that you lost 10 straight to on the road. I'm going to read 11. Yeah. I'm just going to read off the point totals that the Nets have had against the Celtics. And this was with KD or Kyrie or both uh, for most of these games. Uh, 96, 98, 92. That's the last three. Uh, 120, 106, 91. So they've scored less than 99 points in four of the last uh, seven meetings. They've scored less than 107 in five of the last... Uh, sorry, the last six. They scored, yeah, uh, less than 99 points in four of the last six, and they've scored less than 107 in five of the last six. Celtics defensively just clamped down on this team. So I'm, I'd potentially be looking at a Nets team total under if I wanted to pivot. But mm-hmm. once again, I, I just think the Celtics are going to win this game. Until I see the Nets actually beat the Celtics, and based on how Jock Vaughn has been unable to inspire much of an offensive repertoire with this team not his fault because i don't have many shot creators off the dribble but they don't really look great at this point offensively i'm just gonna stay away from this team they, i think they might i think they might be in the play-in and i have them to miss the playoffs which i somehow have a miracle draw at i need miami to win games like miami's killing me out here but well, we can talk are, about that later the nets are getting smacked so i'm gonna go with boston I'm not telling you to take Boston. I just, I don't know. This is just a spot where all the stars align for Boston. Like, literally everything makes sense on why you would bet Boston. 100% everything makes sense. I completely get it. I truly do. But I just know that I've seen these spots where you all have told me that this is a home run shot and they should get this done. And they somehow, some way, don't get it done. So I'm really good. I'm really good on, on laying 11 with them. I'm straight. 
Uh, what's their team total? For the Nets or for the Celtics? Celtics. Uh, let, me let me just pull this up. Uh, team total, team total, team total. Why is it always hard to find? I feel like that's the hardest thing. Okay, 119 and a half. Hmm. Uh, I'll read off the Celtics team totals for the last couple of games. Uh, 139, 109, 103, 126, 129, 126. Mm, so is that three of five? Uh, yeah, uh, four of five over 125. Hmm. Four of six over 125. And you got a team that just, but they just gave up 140 last game. And I, I was listening to the post game, and they all recognize the fact that they've been giving up a lot of points recently. So they just can't guard Jalen Brunson. What do you have, 30 points in the first half of that game? Yeah. Yeah, I thought he was going for 60. He was going to, but instead he, he got pulled because they were up by a lot. And Thibodeau gave him a smile. I haven't seen him smile in years. So it's a good Brunson's been. I think I'll actually take next team total over. Yeah, I think I'll actually take next team total over. because uh, Munaf a- wants me to read off what the Nets have allowed <clears throat> post-All-Star break. Uh, so let me just read that off quickly. Uh, to go through the numbers for what the Nets have allowed since the All-Star break. Uh, 131, 129, 118, 142. But the 118 was against Milwaukee. So there's yeah. that. Yeah, that's good. That's yeah, straight. Sure. Okay. No, I know, we're not wanting me to read that off. So there you go. But I do. I don't know. When teams start to admit that their defense is really bad, that's when they come out and have a better defensive showing. But. I don't think the Nets are – I think that there's a possibility that if this does go the way of a blowout, they still get over 107. I mean, come on. It's 107. Yeah, that's fair. It's 107 is really, really low, like comically low. And um, – nah, they get to 107. I'll take next team total over. They get to 107 because it's going to be – it's my – guys, Cam Johnson's birthday. So Cam Johnson is going to get them over to 107. This is the day Cam Johnson gives me the game that I want. Every time I bet day. on Cam Johnson or watch him play, he's horrible. He's just – No, it's okay. Guys, right? No, but it's today. I'm telling you right now. It's today. Today's the day. Yeah, it's his day. I just think Tatum's going to have his day too for 40. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no. He will. He probably will. That's okay. fine. I don't – that's fine. He probably will. But you, are you Cam Are you having a – are you considering a birthday triple-double shot with Tatum or that's a little bit too crazy? No, you. I feel like you have to because it's so hard to bet stars birthday games because you don't be getting like the best number. Although My concern Tatum, is if Tatum gets pulled because they're up by a lot again. But, I mean, the rebounds Tatum, have been there lately. Tatum, 40-plus uh, is 7-1. to one. That's very – okay, so we're going to throw that into the birthday. Jake, right, I know on. that so Cam went off birthday. last game. I didn't bet him last game. When I bet him, he's terrible. He's, he's like the Vucevic play. Jake, I did not bet Vucevic rebounds that time. You can't even blame <laughs> me there. I did not bet him, and he was horrible okay. that game. That was not Let's, me. Let's make a birthday pot of gumbo here. So in a birthday pot of gumbo, we're going to throw Tatum uh, 7 to 1 for 40 plus in there. Uh, should we get the 35 at plus 250 in there too? Wait, 35 for who? Tatum, plus 250. We should throw that in there too, right? If we're playing, I 40, you just said you wanted 40. Yeah, but are we going to put, are we going to, I mean, we're making a birthday gumbo, so you just throw a bunch of stuff in there. 
Yeah, and but so, if you throw in 40 and 35, the odds on 35 get voided because he has to score 35. No, I'm not making a parlay. I'm just putting I thought you want, indiv- I thought you individualized a bets. You said parlay. No, uh, just a pot of gumbo. Jesus Christ. Okay. Yeah, it's a pot. Like there's a, a lot of ingredients in the pot. I thought you meant that you wanted but to make you like. You don't need all the ingredients to hit to make money. You're going to enjoy it if you get a little bit of the sausage, if you get a little bit of the pepper. Like you're going to enjoy. Okay, whatever. I'm not explaining this anymore. So you wanted right, to make so a gumbo and have half the ingredients be good. That's what you're okay, telling so me? That, that sounds like a parlay to me. Maybe no, I'm on my own. That sounds doesn't. like a parlay. You're not getting it. I'm not going to explain it anymore. Okay, so I, I understand going, what you're saying. I'm, I'm just saying the way you phrased it, I think that sounds more like a parlay to me. But right. there's a pot in there, you know? No. Got to let it marinate. All the flavors coming together. All that stuff. Whatever. All right, Jason Tatum's triple-doubles at 14-1. We're going to toss That's that That's actually there. a terrible price. <laughs> it's such a horrible price for Tatum triple-double. It's so bad. Especially with Jay, wait, Marcus Smart's playing in the game. Why is this 14, 14 and 1 and Marcus Smart is playing? It's a terrible price. T- Tatum triple double with Smart and company being back should easily be like north of 20 to 1, especially with the uh, potential. Tatum's numbers are here. actually, his numbers actually suck. He's, he's <laughs> even money for a double double. Yeah, I'm, I'm out. With on Robert him, Williams yeah, and with Robert Williams and Al Horford and Jalen Brown, all really good rebounders in the lineup. Yeah, I'm out on Tatum triple double. The uh, those okay. odds are bad. I was hoping it would be closer to like thirty to one. You know. Okay, so we're generous. gonna sub out. We're gonna sub out his triple double for five plus made threes at plus three sixty. Okay, that I can get. Behind. So he gets the five. All right, Cam Johnson. Uh, you want points go, or threes? Uh, I'm trying to decide. I'm trying to decide. I'm trying to decide. I don't know. Um, oh man, do we want points or threes? What's Boston against the I feel like they've been pretty lackluster against the three. So to read off the points for Johnson, 33, 19, 27, 10, 18. So he's been better lately. Yeah, Three okay. We're attempts lately. Uh these are attempts. 11, 5, 8, 8, 10, 6, 8. We're he had seven points. he had seven made threes last game if you want to go with the hot hand. But okay. I'm going to take the points. So we're going to throw his 20 at plus 180. 180, really? I can't get more than that. All right, fine. Uh, plus 180 for 20, and I'll throw... Oh, 650 for 25? What? A blowout game and Cam Johnson just gets looks? I'll definitely take that. Okay. He, he, I think he gets pulled <clears throat> most blowout games because he starts, but who knows? Okay. So those are all individualized bets. Now, if you want to parlay... Tatum for 40, Cam Johnson for 20, and Tatum to make five threes. That is 100 to 1. Tempting. No, that's 25 for kids, Johnson. So Tatum 40, Johnson 25, Tatum to make five threes, 100 to 1. That's very plausible. It is. Makes sense. Okay. So we're laddering uh, Tatum points. We're laddering Cam Johnson points. I am taking the parlay with Cam Johnson for 25, Tatum for 40, and Tatum for five plus threes at 101. Cool. Got it. Whew. All right. This could be great. Let's see here. All right. Any other props besides the two birthday guys? Um, I was tempted by something Robert Williams related because he just owns the Nets every time they play. The blocks have been a bit slow lately for him. He had a crazy run of blocks against this team. The last two games, though, he's only had one. 
but his block number is 1150363 against the Nets, not including the playoff games where he's had a couple of really big performances there. I don't think I have much. Maybe Horford under for points because that's been just a cash cow all season long. But I don't think I really have much here. Uh, Bridges' points is tempting. The threes didn't get there last time because he only attempted two of them for some reason. He made one in like the first few minutes. <laughs> it, was, it was such a bad beat for him not to get there. But uh, I'd, I'd probably consider leaning to Dimwitty under. I think his number's at like 18 and a half. He hasn't really uh-huh. been that aggressive offensively lately. I think that number's a bit high, but I don't really see much per se. Do you? I feel like we kind of cover. I don't really, I don't see much because once again, the ball, Boston could win by blowout, so I'm not exactly sold on any player props in this game. Claxton um, under maybe because Claxton's kind of been horrible offensively lately. No, nah, I'm good. I have, I have too much action going on in Boston Celtics already. All right. All right, next game on the slate, we have the Portland Trailblazers on the road going to play the Atlanta Hawks. Hawks are laying seven and a half. Currently, 240 and a half is the total injury report for these two teams. And we have for the Atlanta Hawks, Trey Young probable with the groin injury. Looks like he's going to go play. And for the Trailblazers, you have Anthony Simons, that ankle. He's doubtful. You have, yeah, that's pretty much all that really matters. You know, Nurk and Justice Winslow are on IR right now. So looks like you'll see uh, the standard lineup that's been going for the past few games. Dame, Matisse Steibel, Cam Reddish, Jeremy Grant, and Drew Eubanks. Can you have a revenge game for a player of the month? Does that exist? Uh, if that? it does, I'm not tracking it. I would completely understand why Dame feels like he needs to go out here and drop. I mean, I don't know. Averaging 40 on 50-40-90 is pretty insane. <laughs> I understand the record is not very good for Portland this month, but he scored 71 points in a game, and he had, you know, he's at, he averaged 40. Yeah, like that's like I completely, I completely understand why he would be upset. <laughs> I, I think but, he should. I mean, if you want to also include some of the the exhibition stuff, he also won the three point contest. Does that factor in? Oh my god, does it? Yeah, he he did, he did, and he hit the game winner in Austin. Hit the game winner in the Austin game. I, oh I don't gosh. know. I, like, Dame, I understand. Like, I'm, I'm a fan of Jokic winning MVP. <laughs> I've mentioned it for months, but at the same point, player of the month, the average forty, you should get it automatically. Like, I don't know like, how you don't a, get it, averaging forty. That's and somebody, I think um, our guy, uh, the the only guy that's in the chat that likes Colorado teams. I don't think there's anybody else in the chat that likes Colorado teams other than him. But he uh, dropped his stats in, on uh, Twitter for me and that he had triple-double. And I'm just like, okay. I looked at it and I'm I like. I get that he had a triple-double and everything, but like. But that's ever- 40 on 50% from the field as a guard. Like. And then he said, and then he added that he Jokic was fifty percent from three, and I could count the number of threes he took on one hand for last month. Oh my god, no man! That I'm a big, insane. I'm a big Jokic guy, and I'm picking him to win MVP. But Player of the Month should have been Willard. Uh, like, I don't know what to tell you. I'm sorry. Forty is prime Kobe territory. That that's like prime <laughs> Michael Jordan. It's really, I, I have, for an entire I have to month. give him the award for an entire month. Oh man, okay. Um, are we just fading Portland? Of course. 
Um, yeah, the only counterpoint would be that the Hawks once again have a hard time of actually defending anybody, and you might worry about them blowing a lead late. I love the over in this game. I just see points. I think I think Trey Young and Lillard put on a show. If Lillard goes for fifty, I would not be surprised. Let's put it that way. But I like the over in this game. I think I am going to lean to Atlanta. They were in good form uh, after they fired McMillan or after he left or however you want to phrase it. Recently, they've kind of come back down to earth, but the offense has still you, been good. Last last game was just a pure letdown spot. There's no way a guy walks into the building and gets a win. Just walks in the building and gets a win. There's no way. Yeah, Beal put the team on his back. Uh, they were they were missing Porzingis and Beal at 37. But offensively, they've been good. Defensively, they haven't been. Portland, you, you tried to talk me off of them last episode against the Pelicans, and I kind of like half caved at the end. But they gave 121 <laughs> points to a team that was struggling to score on a regular basis. That's Portland is so man. bad. It was, a, it was a really good spot. It yeah, Portland really good... is so bad. I'm on the over. I mean, the first meeting the season landed 254. I just see a bunch of points. The over is my favorite play, but I am going to lean to the Hawks in this spot. Yeah, no, I'm not leaning with the Hawks. I'm I'm locking up the Hawks at minus seven and a half. I'm sorry. The rest of this team outside of Dame is really, really bad right now. Like, really, really bad right now. Comically bad. And, uh, well, maybe I shouldn't lock it up because Cam Reddish can have a game today. And he very well may have a game today. Okay, I won't lock up. I won't lock up the Hawks at seven and a half. But I'm taking the Hawks at seven and a half for sure. There's there's no doubt in my mind. And I'm looking at everybody betting Portland. I'm trying to remember, Trey didn't, Trey didn't even play in that game, right? That landed 254. I don't think Trey played in that game. I actually don't know, so I can't I can't say. Well, DeJounte Murray had 40 points, so I'm assuming that Trey didn't play. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Trey did not play. Trey did not play in that game, and it still went over. So I'm on the over here. Lillard had a casual 42 in the last meeting. Yeah. Yeah, Lillard might actually go for 50. I think he might go for 50, so... I mean, his points prop is at like 37 and a half. So I, it's not a hot take, but that's where I'm leaning. This is freaking hilarious, man. Like, what? what is this game? <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, no. Atlanta, really good at home. Portland, not that good on the road. It's pretty easy handicap there. Uh, going into the player prop section of this, yeah, I'm all over Cam Reddish. I'm just going to go with the narrative that Cam Reddish comes back into Atlanta and has a good game. And what is that number at? I don't see him. Okay. I don't see him listed. So I I think he's uh for the most part Is he a bench um, player? No, no. He no, he starts. That's what I thought. But, so I'm surprised that there's not a one out. I think it's because they're trying to see what happens with Simons and is Simons gonna, you know, end up playing or not when it looks like he's doubtful he's not gonna play. I, I, I don't think Simons is gonna play. I think I think it's gonna be at like twelve and a half for uh I think it's gonna be at like twelve and a half for Reg today. Which will give me plus money on 15, which is all I really want. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Let's see here. Next game on the slate we have. Who's next? We have two games no. left for this half, but I wasn't sure if you wanted to uh, do a read. Oh, no, because, yeah, I definitely. Because we got to talk about Talkify. I mean, we're talking about Atlanta, and I don't know if anybody's been to Atlanta, but the dating scene in Atlanta is really, really hard. And so, um, you know, might slide down there and pass off to my guy Trey Young, Talkify. Or... Is that common knowledge that dating life is difficult in Atlanta? Is, is that uh, common knowledge? 
not for everybody, but those who are, there's people who 100% get what I'm saying, and they're like, yes, he's talking, he's talking. Like, yeah, there's some people that know what I'm talking about. So I watched the uh, show Atlanta, so, you know, there's that. Uh, I think Paperboy was single the entire show, so. Yeah, you ever watch the show? Yeah, no, I like Paperboy. Good show. I, like Atlanta. I haven't seen the newer seasons of Atlanta. Because- I wasn't a big fan of season three, but I thought that overall the show is still very solid. Yeah, I need to tap back in, tap back in. The funniest, one of the funniest scenes in TV history is it coming from Atlanta when they were in the jail. And <laughs> oh, it's a good one. Oh, that's, that's right. a classic one. All right. We're talking about Talkify, though. And, you know, we have the Bachelors of SGPN. And I also have to let the other listeners who maybe didn't catch Sean and Ryan's show, let's let them know the SGPN challenge. Like, so Sean and Ryan have put out a challenge to the network of anybody who is single and signs up from the network and uses Talkify and gets their first date, they will cover the bill of the first date. So that's a company man for you right there. That's a company man. Noah is interested. I think Noah already signed up. I think he signed up and made his account while they were talking. Like, I, I think he, he was doing it while they was talking. So the deal is added pressure, though, because if they're going to cover the bill, that means you got to fly out your first date to Vegas for March Madness. You know, that's a bit of oh, a hundred percent. You know? Oh, a hundred percent. You definitely got to make a hey, our first date is in Vegas. Just saying if that offers on the table, you know, scammers get scammed, you know, like yep. I'm, I'm going to find hey, a way to make it worth my while. That's what Just I'm saying. saying. They, Just saying. They, they, they didn't say any parameters. They didn't give you a limit. They didn't do anything. They just said, hey, if you're on the network and you're single and you get a date from Talkify, they will cover the bill of the first date. So what's the expression? Donate the player, hate the game. Yep. A hundred percent. So we are all using Talkify here. You all should use it. They have a really, really great algorithm. Their matchmaking service is one of the best in the country. And you get the chance to select and screen potential match candidates do background checks, video interviews, asking, and you get to ask the tough questions that are just too kind of awkward and weird for a first date. So Talkify is committed to finding a perfect match. 80% of clients met their person in the first 12 matches. Right now, if you tap in with Talkify, they are giving our listeners 20% off at Talkify.com slash SGPN. That is Talkify.com slash SGPN, T-A-W-K. IFY.com slash SGPN. All right. Let's go ahead and knock out another game here. We have who wants to be next? Oh, no, no, no. We're gonna we save your them team for, and we we're gonna team. save them for part two. So we're going to the Phoenix Suns at the Chicago Bulls. Phoenix Suns are laying three and a half right now. Open up at six is down to three and a half. 222 and a half is the total injury report for these two teams. And you have for the Phoenix Suns, Terrence Ross is questionable with the toe injury. Landry Shamit is still on IR. Can't believe that Terrence Ross and Landry Shamit are worth three points to a point spread. Can you believe it? I can't believe it. There's nothing on here that says Kevin Durant is not playing. We know he's on a minutes restriction, but there's nothing on here that says he's not playing. So... For the Chicago Bulls, they're pretty much healthy except for, you know, the same people that haven't been seen all season at all whatsoever. So, (laughs) I mean, does somebody know something we don't know? It appears that way, but I know we both gave out Detroit last game against Chicago, and Chicago won the game. However, 
But that was they didn't cover. like a 15 point lead in the fourth quarter. They didn't quarter. cover. They did cover. I think they sure. would have won the game anyway, but Jade and Ivy pulled the Chris Webber and they lost the game at that point because he called them. Oh my gosh, dog. Do you know how like sick I was? It was so sad because they came all the way back. Yeah, they could have tied. I just knew they were going to tie it and send it over time. No, the point I had is a, the Bulls had the game wrapped, and they still almost blew it. So I still don't trust this team late in games. I'm on Phoenix. I'm not going to overthink this. It, it could be an easy trap, but if it's a trap, I'm dead, in the words of my co-host. So I'm going to go with Phoenix. Yeah, I'm not falling for the trap. I'm taking Bulls plus three and a half. They're at home. Come on. They're at home. This is a get-up game. This is, And look, Phoenix is above 500. We take the Bulls when they play teams above 500. You know what this game means, by the way? We have a... Uh, a Chris Paul Patrick Beverly game. Oh, is it really? Oh my God, it is. Oh, oh, who's refing? Who's the ref? <laughs> that, that's a great follow-up question. <laughs> um, the refs for this game are going to be. Uh, I don't see it announced yet, so that's unfortunate. But keep an eye on it. If it's Foster, then everything I said is voided. Maybe that's why. Maybe Foster's refing. But um, I see. Kirkland, Gilbull, and Wood. No, no Foster. Okay. I feel Beverly, like Scott though, Foster. Why do I feel like Scott Foster only refs like one game a month until playoff time, and then he's ironically in every single game going forward? I think he only refs playoff games. <laughs> like I don't know like a single regular he, season game that I noticed him at. I remember seeing him one game, and I feel like that was like a month ago. I feel it's like a national TV game. Yeah I, I, yeah, I haven't seen him. Was he? Was it the LeBron Kareem game? Maybe no. I think it was the LeBron. No, that wasn't. No, no, no. no. That it wasn't, wasn't okay. Point is, I haven't seen no. his name that much lately. But yeah, I have seen him. I've seen him. I just can't remember what game I seen him, but I seen him. It's only been one. He only does one game month. All right. Yeah, no, I'm taking the Bulls. Okay. Uh, total sitting at two twenty three. Came up half a point. Well, no, not half a point. Came up a full point from two twenty two. Mm. I'm going to write in a, a prop for people at WinBet to add for us. Can you add a Beverly technical foul in this game? That'd be nice. I would. Lo- it, it would be free against Chris Paul. That's free if, if he a might book offers it. He might get ejected. Yeah, he might. All right. Um, ew, no. I don't really like the total. I don't have a feeling. Maybe the over. I'm going to lean under just based on how Phoenix looked in the first game. Offensively, they didn't look great. Defensively, they looked very good. It could be because Charlotte's not very good, but still, I think I'll lean under, but I am going to lean to Phoenix. Once again, I, I just don't trust the Bulls late in games. I have a hard time laying a short number when I don't trust the team's ability to hold double-digit leads with like eight minutes to go. So I'm going to lean to Phoenix. All right. And any props that you like in this one? Um... Some people K- caught a really good beat on that KD under. Some people caught a really bad beat on the KD under. I was going to ask, do you do you think that KD gets an extra couple minutes here, or do you think they're going to keep him at the same number that he had last game? No, I think it's the same number. It's just how efficient is he going to be at that number. I'm asking because he played 27 minutes, but he went 10 for 15. So he shot 66%. If you don't think that's sustainable, I guess you're leaning under. Yeah, but I mean, it probably is sustainable. Nah, I think it is sustainable. Yeah, you get I think my that's point. Like that, it comes down to a if that if you're expecting him to play 27 minutes. Book woke up last game finally after me hammering Book for like three games. So I'm gonna just hope that he continues to go. I'd rather take Devin Booker over 24 and a half. Yeah. Uh, 
And do you just take both big men? Because neither one is going to defend each other. I think Vucevic might have a bad game. Historically, he's actually been pretty bad against Phoenix. I think Aiden has a good game. Okay. All right. You sold me. Okay. I'm on Aiden. All right. That's it. I don't have anything else. We're going to go ahead and head over to part two now. So if you're listening to part one, just slide over to part two. If you're on YouTube, do not go anywhere because we are switching right about now. Basketball.